0: Check, check, check. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, that means you are now tuned into Chapter 55 of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. My name is Jeff. Uh, Today with me, I have two guests. Uh, We've never met prior to today. I've spoken to one of them through Instagram for about a little bit of a month, a month maybe. Yeah, I
1: would say about a month. Maybe a little bit longer than that though.
0: Maybe. We were trying to set this up for a little while and then we're finally doing it today.
1: Yes, excited.
0: Um, I'll let y'all introduce yourselves.
1: Okay, well, hi, my name is Leah Colley. I am the host, creator, and producer of Pretty Please Podcast, um, a podcast about absolutely nothing, also called People's Diary. so yeah. Nice. Hi,
2: guys, my name is Michelle, and I am a blogger. I have my own website called Shelly's Journey. Um, I just talk about life, I talk about traveling, and how I travel to 40 countries in three years.
0: Wow, we're definitely going to get to that. Um, that's, wow, okay uh how are you guys today
1: good i'm great sunday 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 Sunday. sunday's fun day
0: how is 2018 treating y'all individually so far we're in the fourth quarter of the year right now a lot has probably happened to you guys up to this point well how's it been
1: do you want to get into that story? Because that's a, a long, long story. story.
0: Okay, oh boy. okay. let's I hear it. i so short long.
2: in mine. Okay, um, go ahead. Girl. So I started the year. I was living in Kenya for six months, mm-hmm. and then during the summer, I was depressed AF. Couldn't find a job. But then I just got a new job last week in the financial yeah, district. Hello, hello, hello. Congrats, and busy. Congrats. Thank you. And then I just became vegetarian. Tomorrow's my one month anniversary, and I cut my hair off. Big chop, so and you look
1: been... bomb. Thank you. there like, has been a lot of changes. Nice. So yeah, bomb. Um, I would say 2018 for me has been like a roller coaster. I started out at at a casting agency, hated it. Um, shout out to Victoria Justice. I hate you, but whatever. <laughs> whoa um, whoa we're
0: shooting shots already damn
1: what that girl is crazy okay but we, anyway if you want
0: to get into that we can but continue but
1: listen, okay <laughs> listen and then what happened after that then i started i kept going with the podcast um i love the journey so far i had a lot of amazing people on there um got it got interrelationships out of relationships it's just been a wild ride situations Situationship. have okay. been oh, right. interesting mm. um i, I talk it. about that a lot but yeah, I'm just living life, living, living single like that show. Okay.
0: okay. Are well, you guys okay. best friends? We're we are. Just, just, okay, it seems yeah. like it. Because uh, when she mentioned the relationship situationships, you seem to she arranged you Yeah, yeah, like... we're
2: we're both in the same messy situation. Yeah, we messy. situationships.
0: Gotcha. So in we case messy.
2: y'all didn't know what a situationship is, like a relationship, but it's a situation. Yeah, right. you guys want to sit here and act like you in a relationship, but y'all really not. You've Really not though. I always say that like I don't know what that been... what that
0: means. I don't know anything about that. I... Um,
2: sir, have you <laughs> been guilty of this?
0: No, absolutely not. I'm completely. I'm in a relationship now. I'm very proud to announce and say that and uh say that every t- every chance I get. Um shout but I know nothing. Shout out to shout out to my girlfriend. But I do not know anything about a situation ship. I don't know anything about that. I'm sure you, you don't, don't want to know anything now. about that. My friends are scumbags Listen, They're the worst. Yeah, yes. they know. Out Trash.
2: of every man, <clears throat> there's at least two out of five. It's statistics. This two is out real. out of five men. It is.
1: Are fuck boys. They are. Yeah. And I talked to this guy yesterday thurs- Thursday. He was like, if guys are trashed and women are like the garbage bins. I was like, pause. What? Hold up. What? Wait. Excuse that just me? Sounds nasty. Like,
3: exactly. Just like, what are you trying to
1: say? No. Mm-hmm. The I think the men the men in this generation are just oh.
0: They've gotten a lot worse. There's a lot less chivalry, a lot chivalry, a lot less yes. respect. It's gone. Um,
2: but I'm not gonna say all. You know, there's some good men out there. I'm going to say I'm a sure. good
1: 98%.
2: But it's just unfortunate that, like, the good guys, they
1: kind of get fucked over. Right. Yeah, or some of them are too. just ugly. Sorry. Mm. I mean, we, if is. we're going to be honest, we're going to be honest. you
0: like, right, right. I've always wondered this about women who say things like this, like they, you know, deem men like fuckboys. A lot of women don't really hold themselves responsible and accountable for certain things in a relationship as well. Would you agree I, about I agree, you agree.
1: I agree with that because I... Um, okay, so... I know a girl who kind of, like, she's, she's iffy when it comes to guys. Like, she wants to be in a relationship, but then she doesn't. And then she kind of fucks one over, and then she goes to another guy. And it's like, I mean, I get it. We're all single, but yeah. you're still breaking hearts out here. Like, you still right. need to be smart. You still need to cover up. You know, you still need to, like, protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I agree with that in some cases, but then in other cases, I still think 98% of the men are here, out here, are trash. But <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. Garbage. I, I, I
0: do definitely hold the men more responsible than the women because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of just like a waste of time. Like, why would you invest time into someone if you're not going to, like, exactly. go through with it and maintain it? And...
2: Right. Exactly. I think for me, it's just about having honest and clear communication. For sure, yeah. Like, if you don't have any intentions with this person, just, just say straight up, like, yo, ma, I'm trying to fuck. What's up? Like don't stay here yeah. and try and do all this fake. Are we stuff. able to curse? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, definitely. Oh, okay. I'm they sure. they
0: explicit explicit uh, logo is on the side of the podcast. Okay. okay, okay. I'm sorry,
2: I'm a little <laughs> vulgar today. No, it's all good. It's just like my thing is just be real. Like some right. girls, That's they just want to fuck. I hate when guys think you're always trying to be in a relationship with them. Thank you. Like if I ask, so what are we? um don't sit here and think they would be like oh damn she asked the yeah. question what are we right. sir i'm just asking because someone else wants to take me out tomorrow he might eat my pussy so i just want to know but that's, that's, that's a lot right? of that yeah. question
0: comes yeah. with a lot of pressure like because that, because what if they aren't ready for the relationship and they don't want to hurt your feelings that's kind of like, a, a, that's, like a, just, that's like a defense mechanism i feel to say honest. right. honestly
1: i've i've had that situation where i was like okay so where do we he did not want to be a lane ship and i'm like okay that's cool just tell me you don't have to like like, right. beat around the now bush. No, like, there's no chance. i mean, all right. You know? I got like three out the. <laughs> I, that, but
2: I got oh. three to in my no. inbox. Like, come
1: on, just say it. Just say uh, what
2: you want to say. I, I hope they're not listening to this right now. <laughs>
0: they might. They might be a listener of the introvert interview mean, podcast. You never know. Uh, we got. We got a few. Well,
2: I mean... listen. Um, I am a child of God. Um, girl <laughs> Right. Um, I don't have any holes right now. Um, follow me on IG, Shelly Sav. You know, sliding in the DMs.
0: <laughs> Going back to communication, though, like I learned. Um, through my own self-diagnosis of myself in the past, I was not a good communicator at all. When I wasn't happy or when things bothered me, I didn't express that. Mm-hmm. So I feel people need to do that as well. Like if yeah. you're in a situation or whatever, if you're not, this person doesn't satisfy you, let them know and just step out. Like don't stay there and endure it. Um,
1: exactly. exactly. Just open your mouth. Say right. something. Like it's not that hard.
2: And, and the other thing it. about our generation is we do a lot of ghosting. So I'll yeah. even tell my friends, yeah, like my friends yeah. will tell me, they're yeah. like, oh, you don't owe them an explanation. Just stop mm-hmm. talking to them. But I'm like, That's no, rude. like, That's rude I want to, me. I like to be 100% transparent. So if I'm not fucking with you, I'm not fucking with you. And if I am, you'll know. You know exactly. what I mean? But mm-hmm. I would hate, cause I've been ghosted before. And then, yeah. oh,
1: and I've also been like ghost ghosting.
2: You? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the then ghost? they come back and then they're like,
1: hey, what's up, big head? Those that's called That's me. called <laughs> orbiting. They orbit you. They orbit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of words so we I've we learned this year. Wow.
0: There's like a there's like an unwritten roster of girls that guys have. So like they think they could just rotate them each month. Ooh, I, I, honestly, like wow. that's really what it is. So you like they think you'll always be it. there. So
1: mm, you better say it. And I've been a victim of that. like I've been on that roster before, and a I'm like victim. Leah. Take a step back. They don't deserve right. you.
0: Exactly. I'm sorry, guys. Like, we're not. This is like not the shit guys podcast. We're not I'm sorry. Shit <laughs> guys
2: today. Uh, I'm it not like you on our side. I'm I,
0: I, I kind of am. I do feel for like the struggles that women go through with guys, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. It's it's a little weird seeing my uh, my own friends treat women weird
2: and, yeah. and wrong.
0: It's just it's depressing. Honestly, I really hope
2: you depressing. say something.
0: Um, I don't just because I don't like to tell people what to do. If you okay. you're gonna be a man at the end of the day, we're we're both men at the end of the day, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try to sun you and tell you what you have to do, or what yeah. you should do. I may give my little bits of advice,
3: yeah, yeah,
2: but I'm
0: not gonna tell someone what to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's not my situation good, at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah, I worry about what I got going on. That's yeah. pretty much it. That's
2: I true. think you should also advise your friends. By mm-hmm. the way, the same way that you treat women now, the same stuff is gonna happen to your daughter.
0: Right. If it
3: they often, have kids, like, if yeah, yeah.
0: And you shouldn't That's treat true. a woman the way you, your mom. What about your yeah, mom? You your know? Mom exactly. Cousins, like
3: your aunt, like all now. of them.
0: People forget that we, or men forget that we came, we all came from a place, exactly. a similar place, mm-hmm. a woman's body. So exactly. just treat that, treat all Preach. women with respect. The womb. Absolutely. The and they don't, want, the they don't want to do it anymore. Like, I
1: don't get it. You know? <laughs> Anybody nobody open a door for me no more. Like, what? No. I'll open a door
0: for y'all.
2: Oh, besides you, okay. Else did. No, but some guys act funny. Like I'll stand yeah, there. Yeah. Or, like sometimes I'll stand there and I'll wait for them to open the They're like, "Oh, your hands don't work." I'm like, what? "They do not. Don't worry about
0: it."
2: <laughs> Just like these hands
3: work. Bye.
0: Like, some dudes get a, get weirded out and offended when women hold the door for them. Like uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why. It's do you have you noticed that? I have. When you hold the door for Can a guy, I tell
2: y'all something.
1: They never this say thank you. I know
2: it. Last week when I was at a barbecue, right. So this guy was basically trying to tell me because ever since I cut my hair and the fact that my personality's too strong, that he thought I was a lesbian because of that. What? I was like, mm. but how? He's like, but you act like a dude. I said, but how? Because I'm opinionated <laughs> and because that bothers you? Mm. Yeah, like, that's weird. So that's a weird man? thing to say. Yeah. Act like a lesbian? That was weird. That is weird. It's hella weird. I think he was just intimidated. He I hope insecure. he sees this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll, it it'll be up on the YouTube channel wherever. Yeah, I'm you guys met in college you mentioned before we got on this yeah, right?
1: that is my girl. MSU Montclair State University. We from Jersey. Did you hit
0: it off instantly or was it like yeah, a, I we a, did. a growing Yeah, we did. yeah, I,
1: actually, remember, yeah. I remember I remember cuz it was like we I was talking to you, and I was like, so I got, like, these three, <laughs> these three guys I'm talking to you. you like, really, girl? I was like, yeah, girl. And we decided <laughs> talking about that. Yeah. And so. then there be times I come home from class, I'll be like, girl, my life's a mess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do my homework. This assignment was wait. Let's talk about that date we had. That double date we had. Oh, my gosh. That double date. <laughs> double date. We still bring it Yo, up to this day. I always apologize mess. to her about okay, it. Do you want to
2: explain it or I explain
1: it? You go ahead. You oh, go ahead. God. Let's okay. hear
2: it. <laughs> So she has an ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend had a best friend. Best friend has been trying to talk to me for months. He was like, who's that? She's Mm -hmm. so pretty, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I'm like, all right, I'll bite. Like, I just got out of a situation shit. You know, whatever. I can let a guy take me out to eat. It's fine.
0: Get that free meal, popping. Okay. And you would
2: you know, think a double date, you know, like have you know good laughs, good times, whatever. So it's so funny how it happened though, because and this is why you should always be honest. She texted me a picture of this man saying, "Hey, girl, you think he's cute?" No. Hey, hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm thinking like, damn. Um, okay, so she might be around people, so let me not say something fucked up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, girl, he a little bit cute. Why? Oh, because he wants to take you out. I'm like,
3: fuck. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't okay. around. Okay. Him,
2: so we set up the day. You know, we go out. And he asked, oh, where do you guys want to go? I chose the restaurant. Um, it was it Cuban was, Pete's. Yes. Yeah. So we went there. Shout out to
1: Cuban Pete's.
2: Okay. So, right. good. so we go there. We order food, whatever. During the date. First of all, he was mad little. She didn't tell me that. like, yeah. so shorter
0: than you like or like frail, so like body-wise. So i like 5'4".
2: He was like 5'3 and skinny. Yeah. So I'm like low-key looking down at him. But I'm like, all right. Without heels. <laughs> oh, okay. Without heels. So I'm like, don't Got be it. shallow. You know, like give him a chance, whatever. I, listen, I try. We go inside. <laughs> We order food. He's kind of quiet.
3: Probably nervous.
2: You know, just acting weird. But I'm like, okay, like, let me be open, friendly, you know, inviting. So the check comes. So he's (laughs) like, okay, so how do you want to do this? I said, excuse me? (laughs) He was like, oh, well, I'm good. I, I ate at home. I had a sandwich. I told you that. Basically, he was telling me that he wanted to take me to his house so he could cook. But I was the one that wanted yep, to go to dinner. Yeah, I forgot okay. about that. Yeah, he, so he did like, say you, that. You're the one that wanted to go to dinner. I had food at home. So how do you want to do this?
0: Wait, did he order anything at all?
2: So, did he order If you remember. Like, Something's really small. Yeah, it was like, like an appetizer. Yeah, like, gotcha. It must have been less than $10. Yeah. I think my meal was probably like 17 or something. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, how do you want to do this? I was like, hmm, you mean the tip? He's like, you no, know, the check. I was like, oh, okay. So I paid for myself, and the next day I was supposed to fly to Puerto Rico. So I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, yo, I should have just saved my money.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what
2: I mean? So we're leaving, and he's still trying to text me. Hey, beautiful, I had an amazing night. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see you again.
1: No, bye. You're not seeing <laughs> yes. me
2: ever again. Hard pass. Right. You asked me on a date. Now, here's the thing. I can be, you know, a 21st century woman and take, you know, a guy out, whatever. But not on the first date and not when you ask me. Exactly. So guys
0: have to pay on the first date every time.
1: Um, I feel like if you ask me, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, I yeah. don't mind like
2: going Dutch. But, like, if we're on some friendly stuff, okay. But, yeah. like, you was trying to get to know me. Exactly. And let's be real. If I was offering up my guts, you would take it. Mm. Okay? So don't do that.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Pretty much. So it. safe to say, you will never hear from this guy. You'll never hear from this guy again. You'll never no. give him the time.
2: Oh, never. No. I hope you know this. He's not cute either. Yeah, and he little. Yeah, he real little. Nothing. Not wrong with little people. I'm
1: Ouch. sorry. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: um, and I still apologize to. this how, how did your side
0: of the day go? Obviously, when it did go well, <laughs> was so, it better?
1: <laughs> no, because I hate my ex to this day. Oh but, my But um, we don't get into that. But she's. But still like, ex- no, I don't. You still texting him? <laughs> no, please. He been going by. Um, but. I was like we, me and the ex, we try to like move away from situations so they could talk, like get to know each other better. Gotcha. But sitting next to him, it was like it was awkward as hell. He was he was rude. He was annoying. It was just ugh. Actually, like, didn't know all of that. Yeah, yeah. It was
2: just because my side, I was just trying to get to know
1: dude, and he was just mm-hmm. weird. Mm. He just was
0: super weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, what were y'all <laughs> in school for at the time, or when you?
1: So I was going for business. Uh, television production.
0: Okay. And how does that work out on the other side of college? Like, are you still in college or are you graduated? Oh, no, no we graduated, graduated last year. Okay.
1: Wow, why are we talking yeah, at the same together. time? Like, we're twins. I know, right? That's so weird. We're having something going on. I here. think we
2: are. Like That's it. weird. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so after I graduated, um, I actually had three job offers, but I decided not to take them because I wanted to go live in Kenya. Right. So I traveled throughout the summer and then I moved to New York with my dad and then I worked for a nonprofit um, in Queens. And then I moved to Kenya for six months. And then I barely saw her. Yeah, I was I was up and away. But uh, <laughs> I came back um, and yeah, I was just dealing with that that post-grad life, like, Mm -hmm. damn, like, I got bills, I'm trying to be an adult, and, like, I couldn't find a job. And then I also just kind of realized, like, it wasn't me. Like, the whole summer I was just doubting myself and my decisions. Like, I thought I did something wrong, college was a waste. But then finally... I just started getting more interviews. I realized it was honestly just the summer. It's just a really slow hiring season during the summer. Mm-hmm. But literally after Labor Day, I had like five different companies call me. I'm like, oh now y'all want Shelly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll call you back. What's up? <laughs> so yeah.
1: <laughs> um, with me, I guess. Um I always wanted to go into the entertainment industry. I wanted to write for entertainment. I wanted to be a writer. Still wanna be a writer. Um, but I went for T V production, digital media. So I did like the television side, the radio side and everything like that. So I started interning at, like, CBS, uh, Mashable, what else was there? Uh, 17 and stuff like that. So I went on to becoming writer and writing stuff. You're saying it's so modest, like, these aren't big companies. Right.
0: Um, (laughs) Humble brags.
1: I mean, it was cool. cool. I met a lot of people there. They were really cool. Um, And like with you, I just, I stopped getting jobs kind of like i was unemployed for like several several months sometimes especially after college um and then i was like you know what let me start this podcast and with pretty please i started doing it on spot on spotify um soundcloud posting mostly monthly episodes with people and it's been really really fun i think this is like my number one job now Hmm. and number one passion that i really really love and i love to take it to the next level soon so, yeah, right now I'm still writing for this little small company while doing the podcast stuff, so.
0: Uh, how did you come up with the name for the podcast, Pretty Please, podcast.
1: Okay, so I'm a re- very random person. I saw it at Walmart on a mug, and I'm like, there we go, that's it.
0: No <laughs> so it was
1: it So was it was nothing like I loved it or anything like that. I said, Pretty Please, and I'm like
0: that's dope mm-hmm. <laughs> uh our podcasts are actually kind of different I do it like episode based but you do it like season based yeah was that like by choice or um
1: yeah because I wanted to have uh enough time to plan produce cut edit um get guests and stuff like that so I'm like if I'm working at the same time it would be kind of hard to do with like, Almost every other week, so I'm right. oh like, I'll do it monthly, and then I just ended season three, and now season four is coming up in October.
0: I'm excited for that. I'm, I listen to, like, every episode up to this point. Oh, um, thank you. Within the I'm last still, week.
1: I'm still, like, in, like, the beginning stage. Some of it sounds kind of crazy. I'm yeah. still trying to edit <laughs> it's better. It's dope. Oh, thank Aww. you.
0: Um, But you don't have a co-host. No. and i'm seeing you two together would be perfect like perfect like,
1: you think so i think so like just like <laughs> she on she was on it um one of the episodes yeah, right she was yeah. On it. yeah
0: but like i mean like a consistent thing i don't know i feel like it would work
1: if
2: you interested maybe we could try season four yeah you know see how that works and you yeah, guys I mean, should this definitely is
1: your baby though you know yeah okay you could definitely come on
0: you guys should definitely look into more in the gotham because they have a lot of great things yeah. that they offer here um yeah, you yeah. should definitely. Oh, I used that to have sure. a co-host,
1: so but she's like, she was like, "Nah, I'm like, I'm good." I'm like, "All right, whatever." I'm good, love
2: and joy. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. this is why she ain't saying here now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um,
0: both of you. Um, do you listen to other podcasts in your free time? Yeah. Would you say oh. any of your any of your favorites? Or I
1: like the Amanda Seals one. She's really funny. So here's the thing. <laughs>
2: um. I'm not your typical podcast listener, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like majority of people I talk to, they listen for entertainment. Mm -hmm. I'm boring, baby. Like, (laughs) I be listening to, like, stuff about, like, politics or finances. Mm
0: -hmm. That's important stuff? Yeah. I mean, it's important, but it's kind of
2: boring. So, like, it's just, like, reading with me. Like, I don't read for fun. I read so I can learn something. Gotcha. So, now that my commute is so long, I listen to podcasts. It's mainly been about finances now, just because, like, that's what I'm working with now. Like with debts and settlements and litigations and stuff. So hmm. it kind of just helps. So,
0: gotcha. You, yeah. I'm sure you both have a lot of uh, debt from college or, or no. So. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I studied <laughs>
2: abroad. That's where most of my debt came from. It was totally worth it. It was a program called Semester at Sea. So I was basically living like I was on the sweet Life. Exactly. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so like I lived on a boat and we traveled to 12 different countries and it was for three and a half months.
0: What was that experience like? Were you nervous initially going into it or did you?
2: So I had traveled beforehand and I feel like it was the perfect time for me to go at that time just because originally I was supposed to study abroad with my best friend at 19. Okay. But um, I was going to school at St. John's at that time and I had to leave the school because um, well, I didn't have to. I made the decision to because I didn't want to stack up more debt. Right. So I transferred schools. And then I was just trying to find a way to study abroad, but it just didn't seem like it was possible. At one point, I couldn't even afford school. Like, I was about to go into the military. Oh. And God loves me. Like, thank goodness that I didn't. You see how things are going now. I mean, shout out to y'all, but, like, I am not <laughs> yeah, good for that. I'm sorry. Mm-mm-mm. So then um, Montclair, they offer a lot of study abroad programs. And originally, I was going to go to London because it would have been so easy with my credits. And financially, it's the same thing as Montclair. They were going to give me a scholarship. So all I had to do was pay for my health insurance and pay for my flight. But then I went to a study abroad fair. I found out about Semester at Sea. And at first, because when you go on the website, you just see a bunch of white people. So I'm going to be honest. Like, <laughs> that's why representation is so important. Because right. I saw that. I'm like, $25,000. I'm not doing that. Right. But then when I went to um, the study abroad fair, I met someone who was a Latina. And she did it. So I applied for scholarships, I took out some loans, and then I was able to go, and it was an amazing experience. Um, I've learned so much about myself. Um, There's a lot that happened that I didn't anticipate to happen, because a lot of people just thought, like, I was just traveling. Hmm. But obviously, I was in school, too. But also, I'm just going to leave it short and sweet, but, like, basically, when I was studying abroad, let's say there's 600 students. Out of those students, there's 100 minority students, and out of those 100, 30 of them are black, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so there were situations that would come up during the semester. Like, we were there during Trump's election. And so there was a lot of division during that time. And then um, just a lot of racial issues and tension. And I feel like going through that experience is what gave me my voice. Because normally when it came to politics, I kind of just kept my mouth shut. But when I, I just couldn't believe. Like, I was on a prestigious study abroad program. I'm thousands of miles away from home. So I can't call anybody. Hmm. I can only... We have this thing called C-Mail, so I could email people.
1: Right. And
2: I felt like I was being oppressed. Like, we as black people or minorities on the ship. Our voices weren't being heard. And it just got to a point where towards the end, I was like, this ain't right. Like, there would be times, like, I would try and, like, bring up... Because, again, black culture is a culture. Hmm. And we would sit here and travel to all these countries and talk about Greece culture or, like... Um, Another place we went, like Brazil, like we would go to all these different countries and talk about that, but not like what it's like being black in America. And I would try and showcase that and talk about that and talk about how some people are appropriating us on the ship right in front of our faces.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we would, I would also try and talk about, and, and my crew, we would also try and talk about how, because um, a lot of black shootings were happening while we were away. And I wanted to try and have a moment of silence. They wouldn't do that. But then one student came and she said she was from the islands that she wanted to have a moment of silence. They gave it to her. So it was just a lot of unfairness, right. not really caring about us. And I'm just like, I just don't understand. Like, I left America and I still feel this way. The like, it doesn't matter. You where you
3: go.
0: Right. Imagine That's, how it was for some people back here when you were, when you were gone. Uh, that was like 2016, 2017. Yeah. Like? So yeah. that was right when Trump was elected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you guys, like, give me your initial feelings when you first saw him get elected? Could you dial I back screamed. to how you.
1: Like, I screamed at the TV,
2: like, what the fuck? So, it was interesting how it happened for us because I think we're on our way to Ecuador at that point. But um, I tried to stay up. So, at that time, it was 4 in the morning. I don't know what time the election actually happened for you guys, but I remember it was 4 in the morning. I
1: think it was like 12.
0: Yeah, around around 11, 12, something like that.
2: Okay. So, I tried to stay up, but um, I was told we didn't actually get the news until 6 a.m. So I woke up and I kind of forgot it happened. Not because I didn't care, but I in my head I'm like Hillary's gonna win. Like this is the joke. Mm-hmm. So I wake up, you know, I go upstairs to the deck trying to get some food to eat, and then I just like you could just feel the air is just divided. Like no one, like when I tell you no one was talking, like it was just quiet. Right. My friend comes up to me, she's like, "So you heard the news? I'm sad too." I was like, "What news?" She's like, "He he won." I was like, "What do you mean he won?" She's like,
1: "Donald Trump is our president." I was like, "What the?"
3: Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like
1: that's not my president. Mm-mm. I um my president I, Obama. Exactly. I watched I watched
0: the election with my grandmother and it was um it was one of the hardest things I really had to experience because I could just see the sadness on her face. Yeah. And for me as a black man in America, I, I could just instantly feel like the next day when I go to work. There's going to be it's going to become a clear difference. The divide, yes. the li- the lines will be drawn in the sand. Oh
2: yes, mm-hmm. and it definitely was
0: like that. Going forward, it's just gotten even worse. You know, I mean, some things have happened. I don't know how close you guys pay attention to politics. Like, uh, you know, Trump's lawyer went down, his yeah. uh, campaign yeah. manager went down. Yeah. So maybe there's some hope in getting him out. But the damage I, is already yeah. done at this point. I feel mm-hmm. like people are excited for the fact that Trump might be out. But mm-hmm. what's next? You know, what what has already occurred from him being in here? That's what
1: I'm thinking too. Like, if he, if he if he gets impeached, like what's the next move.
0: Right. I don't know. Uh, do you, you don't have any solutions as to what, what we could do as a as a people, not as a whole, but as black people, I feel.
2: I would just say the biggest thing is just to vote. And vote, yeah. You know, just because and again, Obama, he's my president till the day I die. But um again, like know why you're voting mm-hmm. and also realize your vote is important. I also think yeah. it's important to notice that some people think like, oh my vote doesn't matter. Your dollars mm-hmm. also matter too. Mm-hmm. So whenever you purchase something, you're saying that I agree to this company. I agree to how this was made, how this is manufactured, mm-hmm. regardless of where it comes from. Because right. we're supporting billion-dollar industries, and especially as black people, we exactly. have a billion-dollar um, spending power in America, and people mm-hmm. don't realize that. And I feel like we need to come together as a community. And take
1: it seriously, too. Exactly. Yeah. And we
2: need to start having our own businesses. Like, mm-hmm. I'm West Indian. I'm Haitian. So, like, I, I've seen that, like, just coming from Haiti and then also, like, even here in America, like, we have food or we have art, right? right. Or you know, we play music, but it's like, just as black Americans, it's like, I'm not saying people don't have businesses, but what are we known for? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, that's, ooh, we'll that's sit true. here, get our nails done yeah. from Koreans. We'll sit here, buy our hair from Chinese and Indian people. Brazilians. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? We'll yeah. go to Dominican salons, but mm-hmm. what are black people known for? That's true. You know what I mean? I actually mean? never
0: really thought about that. Mm-hmm. I, I um,
2: Gas stations, Middle Easterns own that, like mm-hmm. convenience stores. But what that's do really black true. people have? Yeah. On an individual basis, yes, we see black businesses, especially black women. Actually, yeah. they're rising, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, um,
1: I feel like we have we, their own businesses. I feel but... like we complain a lot, but we don't take action as well. That's the other thing, you
0: right? Know? I think we need to start in your communities first, and then, mm-hmm. like, worry about the world. I feel because of like where mm-hmm. you live is is definitely most important, and. I don't know. A lot of, Another thing we need to do is, like, I feel as a community is to get rid of our egos. Because yeah. I feel certain people just won't support things mm-hmm. just off the strength of, oh, I don't fuck with that or mm-hmm. just whatever. Like, ego death is definitely the first step towards, I think, a better community. Exactly. And, yeah. and support. Uni- like, yeah. Like, yeah. unity. Like, I, even people support with this podcast, a lot of my friends, like, I've reached out and they, they, don't, they don't post about it. it, mm-hmm. it and I, you don't really understand why, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. They
1: it, it it think hurts. it's not cool. They think it's. Because since you don't have like... Well, for me, I don't have a lot of million followers. So if they don't have a million followers, it's not cool. It's not hip. It's not, you know, trendy. So they're not going to post it.
2: And you know what hurts about that? When you actually get into it and it's like mm-hmm. you share an article, you share an episode. It's like you'll have exactly. strangers out of nowhere saying, nowhere. I love your work. Right. They'll share for you. They'll do anything. They'll mm-hmm. help you get the word out. And then it's like your best friends are sitting here seeing this and it's they don't say anything. Crickets. It's just quiet. It's
0: just crickets. a lack of integrity. And I, I think... I, I don't know... I just don't know why. Jealousy may be a part of it. Maybe. There's certain black so people too. who, because we've been thought to, to learn that there's levels to, like, uh, the classes between everyone. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I, th- I think at the end of the day, we're all equal. We all have the same opportunity to get things things done. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it. People feel like, oh, I'm less than, so I can't do it, so I won't support. Mm-hmm. Um, My
2: thing is, we all have 24 hours in a day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it really just depends on how you spend your time. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah.
1: It's true. I, I feel like people need to support each other now. Like, lift each other I up. I think
2: also what I'll say is about supporting black businesses. Sometimes the costs are a little bit higher, but there's a reason that's why. That's also that. true, And yeah. people say, oh, I'm not going to stay here and go out of my way and support mm-hmm. that. Oh, that's more money. I'd rather just, you know, go to Walmart. But it's like, you realize you're putting yeah. more money into white people's pockets. No offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But- when you support black communities, you realize you're paying for someone's school. You're paying for someone's mm-hmm. dentist. You're paying for someone's mortgage. Like, you're actually seeing that money go back into your community. You're helping a family exactly. thrive. And that can
1: mean more jobs, too.
2: Exactly. That company can get bigger. Mm-hmm. But right. it's like, you guys don't want to sit here and support. You don't want to make the extra five-minute or ten-minute drive to help somebody else.
0: There are some things I, I would like to invest in more, like bl- uh, Black uh, banking black. Like, yeah. Like, oh yes. I would like that to be a bit more secure though. Like I don't know I guess I could help like make that more secure, but I've done a little bit of research on it and I'm still not there yet there with supporting it completely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but yeah, any type of black business, anything. Can uh, I shout support. out one
1: real quick? Of course, my aunt has a beauty bar. It's called Heather's Beauty Bar. Heather's Beauty Bar one twenty five dot com. She sells body lotions and sprays and all that stuff. I'm wearing some right now, and it's okay. gorgeous. So I'm plugging Yo. that for I'll her. i to check that out. Love you, on, Heather. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> nah,
0: um, support podcasts, uh, yes. support yes. blogs, support e- each other. It's just that's really what it comes down to. Um, as black women. Ooh, in America. Oh, okay. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, we get it, it to, right to now. We sweater? get it to. I know
0: I'm high right now. Right? Do y'all feel I am sure maybe uh deep down you probably felt powerful felt powerful, strong, but do you feel like even more powerful nowadays We you see like uh so many examples of black successful successful black women? Or
1: Yes and no. Yes meaning um okay, there's still black girl magic, there's still a black girl rocks. Right. But I still like Kinda of like what Malcolm X said, we're still like we're not people still don't really respect us in America, I, I would not. still say. Um, we're still neglected, we're still put last, we're just not respected as a whole, people don't listen to us. That's what I feel like sometimes. Why is
0: it that you feel like that they you have to earn your respect? Like why shouldn't you just be given? I don't understand that. Is it because you're women or is it because you're black? I think it's it's both.
1: I think it's
2: both. And honestly, colorism goes into it as well. Yeah, also
0: colorism. Like, um,
2: just even, for example, just growing up, I went to TNIC high school. And it's like, if there was a light-skinned girl, it's like, Mm -hmm. all jokes aside, she could get away with anything. Mm -hmm. Like, just anything. But it's like, even me sitting here having a calm conversation with you, someone could think I'm having an attitude. Exactly. I'm one of the friendliest, nicest people you'll ever meet. But the minute that I stop smiling Mm -hmm. and I'm talking just like this. Oh, what's your problem? Why do you have an attitude? Why are you oh, you should more. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad, y'all. I will get mad if you keep asking me that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. it's just annoying because it's so frustrating. Like, I am allowed to feel like any other human being. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'll sit here, just even going on the train, going out in public, you'll see white men, you'll see Hispanic people, like any, any type of race, any gender. Mm-hmm. They'll sit here and lash out. They'll be upset about something. Mm-hmm. But if a black woman does it, there's no, oh, what happened? It's always like, it's hmm, the angry there she black go. woman. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. it's just really frustrating. It's
1: very frustrating.
2: I think it's also frustrating the fact that different cultures try to emulate us, but then disrespect us too. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. They don't give us our credit ever.
2: Ever. ever. That boxer braid shit? I'm gonna need that to stop.
1: I'm sorry. Like, I, s- I did see a white girl with one while going to work, and I was a little upset about it. I was like, mm, you should not be wearing I that right now. I think it's also
2: annoying just because it's like how police we are and just mm-hmm. everything. Like, we're not just allowed to just be. Just for example, like, even going into a job interview last month, I had braids in my hair. And my mm-hmm. braids were like, I think it was like a, a light brown color. And my mom was trying to make a point. Like, this is a sad reality. But she's like, yo, you might not get the job because of your hair.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like, it's just annoying because it's like, either way, I cannot win. Even within our community, right? Right. So you can stay here and be natural. I had a big Afro before, right? You and then penalized say, for that. Yeah. They'll say like, oh, your hair's not done. It's yeah. unkept. Whatever. I get braids. Oh, that's unprofessional. I shade my hair, someone's sitting here thinking, oh, she hates herself. Mm -hmm. Why don't you walk your natural hair? Exactly. And that's the other thing about natural hair. Again, I I have big, kinky, like, hair, right? right? Big Afro. But it's like, whenever I see natural posts, it's like I see this whole natural movement going, but it does not I feel like honestly it doesn't really include us.
1: No, it, it's like two, three, three but, A, four A not yeah. four A, but three A. So B, basically it's
2: just like curlier hair, like how Dominicans have their hair. Right. Yeah. Um it's just like it's just longer. Mm-hmm. But it's like our hair, it grows up. Mm-hmm. So you don't really see that too much in the media and like I understand some companies are trying to do that, but they might throw in one girl and that's it. Just yeah. to say, okay, we met our quota.
0: I hate thing. that because you may have the more impressive resume than the girl, the white girl with the blonde hair, the straight hair, but she'll have exactly. the curly hair and you won't get the job. It's It's...
2: It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. You know, they I've got to he- freaking throw on a wig to go on a job interview and fake things. Mm-hmm. And even with that, they say you hate yourself. Exactly. But-
0: I've always heard stories like this, but I never knew it was no, It's real, real it's, it's real, real. That bums me out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And also just being a woman, I would say. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Even in this climate, too, with all the sexual assault and it's just it's yeah. so exhausting. And honestly, right.
2: like especially working in our field, yeah. like being attractive can get you farther. Um, from what it's I've true. noticed. And sometimes I've noticed, like, even when I'm on job interviews, they won't even really ask me questions sometimes. And I particularly notice that from older white men, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, they'll kind of just let me in, if that makes sense. Like, just to give an example, um, I became a manager at Toys R Us when I was 21. I was the youngest manager there. I didn't have any management experience at all. All right, um, Toys R Us. <laughs> for real. And <laughs> I was part of their Rising Stars program. So, like, you're supposed to go through a three-round interview. Okay. Child. I went to one interview. They weren't there. And then they were like, hey, we're going to call you back. We'll reset it. I'm so sorry. Manager wasn't in today. I said, okay. I go back again. Um, they were like 30 minutes late. He ended up coming up an hour later. He apologized. He was like, honestly, we can skip all this. Like, I already like you. I know you're going to do great. Like, let's just hire you. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. Hmm. And honestly, because I had that experience, I learned a lot. I learned about my management style, how to work a business, right. um, how to deal with finances, Um, for, you know, a multi-million dollar company. Um, and having that on my resume is what allowed me to get more job opportunities after college. Like, it's been easier for me because I've had that experience. It's not just an internship. It was a experience. Like, I was teaching people. I was leading people. Mm-hmm. And I had responsibilities. I mean, I was working, like, 50, 60 hours a yeah, week. You like were it going. was crazy. And I was taking 18 credits at that time.
1: Mm-hmm. But Booked and busy. My
2: point, okay. <laughs> But my point being, it's like, I just hate how when it comes to women... Like, even if it comes to interviews, um, when it comes to meeting people sometimes, it's like, yeah. I'm so much more than my appearance. Like, mm-hmm. For sure. Like, sit, people will sit here and ask you, like, oh, what are you wearing? Oh, I like your hair. Like, what kind of lip gloss are you wearing? But they won't sit here mm-hmm. and ask a man, what suit are you wearing? Like, who the f cares? Like,
1: yeah.
2: If and you're talking to a man, you're focused on his yeah. character. It's also
1: something, like, with voices, too, like... Have you ever had the cold switch on the phone? Oh, of course, I have my little white voice. Yeah, oh, oh phone, yeah, okay. you know, and it's like, like okay, say you're getting an interview on the phone, you're like. Hi, my name is Leah. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Like, hello. Hi, yes, I'm so excited. I
0: maintain yes, that so voice so I get attention. the job. Then then yeah. I go back exactly. I go to my normal self. And I get in there, I'm like, child,
2: please. I don't talk exactly.
3: like
1: that. I'm black as hell. It's just it's just overall just so exhausting. Like being a black woman in America right now is so freaking exhausting. Does
0: that cause like any depression or anxiety? Does that affect you mentally? Or do, have you either of you um, suffered from that ever? Wow. That's, like, a big yeah, theme on this good. podcast for me. That was actually the reason why I started this podcast, because mm-hmm. um, I wanted this, this podcast to be an escape for people who suffer that, because I suffer from both of those personally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just curious, as black women in America, were going through all this shit uh, as a, a I would say, for me, um,
2: I do have a little bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... It was while I was going to MSU. I had a cop pull me over for no reason. Hmm. Um, he... So... The way that Montclair works is they have their own campus police, but then it's like they share it with the town, so it's Montclair State Police, right? Okay. So basically, a guy pulls me over. Um, I asked him why he was pulling me over. He didn't want to tell me. He asked me to get out of my car. He called two other cops. They searched me, Um, and then he asked me, do I have any weapons on me that he thinks that I might harm him with? I said no, and then he said, okay, I'm going to need you to turn around. I said, why? He said, because I'm arresting you. He didn't even read me my rights, and then my friend is in the car freaking out, and like, Me, I'm a dramatic-ass person, but literally, I was just so calm. Like, I just couldn't believe it was happening.
3: Right.
2: I didn't even know I was getting arrested. So he brought me to campus police. He put me in a cell. He chained me to a wall. He told me that I had to make $300 bail. And then my brother came and gave the money, but then the officer was like, oh, don't worry. You don't have to pay it, but here's your court date. How did you get me a court date at 3 a.m.? He said, call the court tomorrow. So this happened on a Thursday. He said, call them tomorrow morning on Friday and find out what time your court date is. Mm So, I called them. I said, so this guy told me I have a court date on Monday. He said, ma'am. She told me, ma'am, we don't have court dates on Monday. So, then I tried to follow up with an investigation because this happened right in front of my dorm. Like, literally the cop just, like, he followed me and then short stopped, and then he just pulled me over. And, again, didn't tell me why. Right. And yes. when I was sitting in my cell, he was over here trying to make it seem like I was swerving when I wasn't. I saw him behind me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's just also annoying. like. Mm-hmm. When you're driving and you see a cop behind you, it's yeah. like, let me lower my music. Let me sit up straight. Let yeah. me fix my mirrors. I shouldn't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. Right. But even so, he gave me a fake court date. Basically, long story short, um, I tried to follow up with an investigation with him, um, towards him, I mean. And um, the the police station threw it out. Um, they basically deemed it inconclusive. They said that that day it was foggy. Um, they couldn't find the video record of what actually happened. And at that time, I was about to go study abroad, so my dad was like, listen... Because my mom, she wasn't about it. She's like, you still go to that school? What if that cop tries to retaliate against you? Like, what happens? But I told her, mommy, like, if this is happening to me, this is happening to other people. Like, and it happened. But and it
1: happened again. Yeah, it
2: happened. And they posted a video on YouTube. Yeah. It was crazy. Shit.
1: And Instagram. It was like, they were, they were on the ground with this guy, these two guys, arresting them for, like, no, no freaking reason. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was crazy.
2: So, like, stuff like that gives me anxiety. It's not like every single time I see a cop, I get anxiety. It's just that if I know, like... I'm yeah. not doing anything, and I'm minding my business, and they look at me kind of funny. I'm I get like, that too. You like know what I mean? walking
1: to the train station in Hoboken, they're like cops everywhere, and I feel like I always have to like st- stand up straight and just walk like right. innocently, even though to I am do innocent.
2: That. You know what I mean? But overall, just for your question, um, I feel like that's something that people don't really talk about. It's like black women always have to be strong. strong, And it's like we're not allowed to really, I feel like, especially culturally, like being Mm -hmm. Haitian, like you're not, people don't really talk
3: about your feelings.
0: In my opinion, black women are the strongest, at least from my examples of my mother and my grandmother growing up. Like we were poor growing up, but they did everything they could to have that blinders on my eyes. And I didn't realize it until Mm -hmm. I got older. I, so it, from my perspective, black women are strong, and I know that it, that perception is out there because it's true. Yeah, but it is suck that you have to maintain that and have to mm-hmm. possibly act that it's way. It's like we always
1: have to keep whole, a certain smile in our on our faces, right? Twenty four seven,
2: right? It's like we're not, we can't We do that. don't really have time to complain. Yeah. It's like it's kind of just we like yeah, we don't have time up. to complain. You know what else bothers me? Okay, I'm sorry. Go <laughs> you know go go go. This? Black men. I love my black men. I will go to hell and war for my black men, but yeah. I hate it when they don't do the same for me. Yeah. So not just on like a social media global perspective. I just mean on a personal level as well. So you see black men sitting here bashing black women. And it just sucks so sometimes you have to sit here and look at a black man and think, hmm, I hope he likes black girls. Like sometimes that's thoughts that yes. we really think, Like hmm.
1: And dark-skinned dark yeah. black girls too. Especially.
2: Right. Because you'll have some some brothers that are like, oh, well, sorry, I only like light-skinned girls. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. like, and, and that's the other thing about our hair. So mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I've always noticed whenever I wear my hair natural, I have different black men that approach me compared to, like, if I'm wearing a weave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or braids. You know what I mean? Right. But just also just on, like, a personal level... I feel like in relationships, I just give a lot. I'm there for them. Mm-hmm. I'm there to listen to their struggle, their complaints, what's going on with their days, like just being their backbone. I think we're but like the cater like, to you video. Exactly, literally. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some people might look at it like, well, girl, you just choose shitty men. That's mm-hmm. not it. I just feel like it's honestly like, how men are kind of raised. like Yeah, it all them... starts at home. Exactly. What? So s- what i realized with some men, especially black men and sometimes Hispanic men, it's like, you don't want a partner. You don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. You want someone who's like your mother and will mm-hmm. tolerate your shit and clean mm-hmm. up after you. and
1: While you sit there and, and do nothing. You.
2: Exactly. And I'm, not, I'm just like, I'm not doing that. But it's like, oh, I'll sit here and I'll push you and I'm asking you about your goals, like, what's going on with you? And it's just like, I don't get that support back. And it's like, when I sit here and have a long day and I want to complain about something, it's not the same. It's just like, all right, well, it's not that big a deal. But it's like I create an open space for you because I know especially how tough it is as a black man in America. Like the mm-hmm. minute you guys show any type of emotion, someone will think you're weak. You that's know the what ego mean? thing. Yeah. Like they just exactly. can't help but
0: to feel tough. And... So
2: I try to create and a Eagles space hurt. for that. So when I give you that space and mm-hmm. you're able to let your feelings out, it's like, why can't I reciprocate that? Like, why can't you mm-hmm. give that for me as well? You know what I mean?
3: Right. Like, I don't get so
2: how it's so hard to find our, that. Like I'm how like hard it. is that? Exactly. To get but that, I, I don't get it. But I it's something common with black men, though. Yeah. It's not just people I'm choosing. It's like a common issue that I've been hearing from like other people I feel like with them, well. too,
1: they always have to be strong as well, but it also comes off weak at the same time. Right. Yeah.
2: right. Like, it's okay to cry. It's yeah. okay to talk about your feelings, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like...
1: Fragile masculinity is great. I-, I wish
0: I knew people like this, because I- I'm not like this at all, so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of
1: and that's a good weird to hear. It's very common, I'm going to commend you on that. That's weird. Yeah. I'm you're, such you're an emotional wreck. Shout out to Vanessa. You've got a good one, No, girl. seriously, <laughs> right. girl. Like, Thank you. got a good Very Just kidding.
0: Uh, going back to the police thing real quick, um, mm-hmm. you said something that reminded me of a situation I've been through. I was literally on the highway to work one morning. I was driving below the speed limit, and I dropped, drove past a cop, and I, my heart just sank. Yeah. As if like I did something wrong. Like they did a good job in imp- implementing like the fear in me because I get freaked out every time I see a cop anywhere. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's just I, I can't I can't help it at this point.
1: And it's sad that we have to go through that. Like, Nothing's
0: happened to me personally, but seeing so many examples, like I saw Black Klansmen the other weekend, and at the end I they show they show what happened in um, Charlottesville mm-hmm, with the, the yeah. whole the riots and stuff like that. Yeah. And I knew that happened, but at seeing it up close, it just I can't believe this actually happened. You know? Oh, you got food no you you sharing Uh,
2: she got cough drops
0: oh oh (laughs) sorry but um (laughs) it's a little hot in here oh sorry about that it's okay um I like it it's just a shame where we're at yeah today it's
1: a huge shame
0: I don't know what we really need I can't give a simple answer as to what to do next I don't
1: think there is a simple answer I think there's like multiple answers but we don't really know what
2: to do and I think it also depends on the community as well yeah no no two communities
1: are the same yeah that's also true
0: Okay. Yeah. Um Enough with the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's go. Let's Got go. A heavy there. A little
1: bit right. positive.
0: I appreciate it. I like you get it, you really deep. Um, music. Music cool. is a is a very heavy topic on this podcast. Love at Love music.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, do you have a any favorite albums I dropped this year?
1: Um, I love Ariana Grande's album. That's my girl. What
0: was I'm it sorry. called Sweetener?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my girl. I'm sorry. I oh,
2: love yeah? her so much. That's my girl. Um, honestly. Okay, well, I like Drake's album. That's, like, oh, a basic video. Yeah, cool.
0: Thank you, thank um, you. Drake was
2: the so, excellent people, concert. People hate good. on it. Yeah, surprisingly, a lot of people didn't like it. I love it. I was it. like, y'all some haters.
0: Well, I edit it. So I delete, like, a lot of songs, and the songs I like are left on the album. So it's, like, maybe 15 songs out of whatever. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what
2: are your top three?
0: Top three songs? Yeah, from Drake's album. Emotionless. Yes. Uh, After Dark. Okay. Uh-huh. And March 14th.
1: Oh, okay. March 14th. Yeah. I'm yeah. a week. I love Um, blue tint. That's my shit right there. Blue tint.
0: Mm. I just think Drake mastered everything he's been trying to do up to this point. It was like kind of the best rapping and singing he's done on this album, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And
1: people hate on him for what? Like, why are you hating on this man? Like, like we we say, R.I.P. to Mac Miller, right quick.
0: Oh yeah. I was
1: really shocked. R.I.P. I I wasn't surprised.
0: That's what I was saying. Uh,
1: Really? Okay. I
0: I, think
2: just when it happened, I don't know. And and I feel so bad for Ariana Grande. People sitting here saying like, you know, he killed himself because of your fault. Whatever. And it's, it's just very toxic yeah. like she was in no way shape or form responsible for his exactly. decisions
0: exactly oh, not for his decisions but you could honestly say that he she kind not played a part but
1: no
0: Okay, but seeing the headlines of her getting engaged to Pete Davidson like after they so broke up. So was she up... not
2: supposed to get engaged? That's no, no, but I'm saying, no, no, but I'm say saying that? that
0: could have added to his depression. I'm saying, I'm not okay, saying it's that's, her fault. Okay, that's his
2: problem, though. I, not, I agree. I'm
0: not saying that's her fault. Okay. okay. But I'm saying that could have added to his depression. Okay,
2: okay. added to it, but
0: it's I not her fault. Yeah, it could have no, added, No, absolutely
1: but not. I mean, at the end of the day, she got to live her life, like... Yeah. I mean, it
2: was kind of quick, though. I'm not going to front, like...
1: Yeah, I don't know what she got engaged for. Like, girl, don't you mean, like 25? You know Pete Davidson,
0: boyfriend? though, like I know, he's not he funny. Is
1: not funny, and he's not cute. Like,
0: oh, he's not y'all type. He's like a um, mix, though. He's like a he's like a, I think he's black and white. Um, we
2: we
1: black. Oh, men that's all day. nice. I
0: don't. We um, like a... Y'all dark. don't date outside your race. Or I've, you have date, you?
1: I've dated. I've dated once, but he was a little crazy. I'm gonna. He called me like 42 times and left me 16 voicemails. I can't. Have y'all
0: got? Did y'all get intimate prior to the calls? Oh, is that, is that why?
1: Wait, was he white? Yeah. Ew. See, I'm sorry. I love love white guys. I do. You love white guys? I do.
0: What do you love about them?
1: Right. I I,
0: don't
1: know. I think, like, the ones I met, because the ones at my job are, like, hella funny. They're, like, they're really, they're woke as fuck. I'm very surprised. Some of them are, like, really woke.
0: Is that not game? You don't think that's game?
1: no I don't think so I, I think feel like some white guys have to
0: apply that game to, to get with a black girl they That's have to it, be yeah, the some
1: bosses. of them do yeah and if me gotta be woke too your family's like hella racist and we can't we can't get down
2: with that mm, I, some of them so in my experience especially since I've traveled a lot like especially when I go to Europe like I just have white guys that come up to me and be like well I've never been with a black American oh, when <laughs> they say it like that like <laughs>
3: it's like
2: sir back off don't nobody want your pink ass penis like Stop. it's nasty <laughs> I like it nice and well done you Yeah, know, well no, dark done. skin dark skin is my well, done. No, no, I I've dated Hispanic men too. Okay. Um, it's been a different experience like dating black Hispanic. Um I did talk to this Vietnamese guy. Okay. So that was an interesting experience. My friend loves what Asian men.
0: What was their game? Like, what what was it like? How would they come up to?
2: So it's just interesting learning about different cultures, right? Because honestly, that does play into how someone dates and, you know, the relationship with their families and their upbringing. So um, as far as like Asian men go, um, I am not their type. Um, Some of them like me, but it's just like culturally, like we would never work. Your family would not accept me Mm. just because of how strong my personality is. Um, I'm not saying this to be funny, like legitimately, like this is how it's been. Like I talked to a Filipino guy, Japanese guy and a Vietnamese guy. All across the board, and even going to Thailand and Cambodia, um, they want women in the family who are very traditional, very docile, yeah, submissive. Um, it's submissive, exactly. Um,
0: They're and, not really affectionate, are they? I've seen Asian couples in public; no, they don't really speak really. or kiss in public. No, or they
1: know. don't do that. They My don't friend dates an Asian guy right now, but I don't know how their relationship is. So here's
2: the thing: they could be like Asian Americans, so that could be different, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But um,
1: but Asian Asian like Hispanic Asian. men. Oh,
2: man. They are a telenovela. Like, not to sound funny, but <laughs> y'all so romantic. But it's just too much. Like, stop calling me a million times. Like, it's just so extra.
0: So what if they didn't call? Then th- that'd be a problem, right?
2: I mean, it'd be a problem, but it's Ay, like, but Poppy, like, I just met you last week. Like, not like 42 times, not, No, legit. <laughs> and I will call him out. His name is Francisco Batista. Ooh, okay? Oh, my God. So, the whole so government. we was talking, and long story short, like, he liked me, I liked him. And then next thing I knew, one day he randomly introduced me to his family.
0: Yeah. No,
3: nah. Bobby, why not? Nah,
2: that's too much. That's too much. I mean,
0: nah, you gotta go, go levels.
2: Cousins, levels. Okay, I yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go
0: siblings, then maybe. <laughs> there was one <laughs> time I drove, yeah. I drove
2: to his house. Yeah. I drove to his house. Just
1: levels to this.
2: He said, "Come over. I'm gonna cook for you." He was a chef. I said, "Okay." So I go there. I'm like, "Yo, Francisco, why aren't you here?" He's like, "Oh, just hang out with my mom." I am not your girlfriend. I'm not hanging out with your mother. His mom even told me, you know what, I, I think you're a smart girl, but honestly, I would not be with my son if I were you. Like, she's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, back.
0: You yeah. did a lot of traveling, because that accent is perfect.
2: Right? Um, mm. <laughs> you know, I don't like, that whole accent, though?
0: You said you <laughs> went you, to, like, was it, 40 different countries? 40
2: countries, yeah. I haven't seen see.
0: this girl in a minute.
2: Yeah, I just got back. So, I'm taking a little break, because my new job, they only give, like, 12 vacation days, like... <laughs>
0: I actually, got <laughs> I got back from Spain, uh, Barcelona, like oh, two weeks ago. Oh, I want to go to
2: Barcelona. Oh, no. um, I love it there.
0: It was definitely the most unique place I've been. I've been, only oh, been in two places, Paris and Barcelona. Don't say
2: only. Mm-hmm. Travelers travel. I guess, mm-hmm.
0: but, and uh, I definitely experienced a lot of colorism out there and a bit of like a- I can see that. In was, Spain? It was, yeah, it was, it was very weird, um, very hot, but uh, where else have you been? Like, why, wow. Why'd you do the whole 40 country thing? Or how, how did you do so that?
2: intentional it kind of just started because okay so remember how i told you guys like um i was supposed to study abroad with my best friend when i was 19 i didn't right um i was just going through like a lot of like life hardships at that time so i couldn't afford school my mom lost her job we lost our house we had to move somewhere else um Me and my boyfriend broke up. Me and my best friend stopped talking. Like, it was just so much that year. And I remember when I was turning 20, I actually bought myself a passport as a gift to myself. And I had nowhere to go yet, but I just, like, I I literally remember my mom asked me, so where are you going? Because I got my passport a month later. I was like, I don't know, but I know when I do go somewhere, I want to be ready. And then that following year, my friend was graduating 2015, and we found a Groupon to go to Jamaica, And I feel like it was that country that really set the tone for me because I didn't have that, oh, I'm sipping on a a pina colada and I'm at a resort. (laughs) I had a guy come up to our face and say, motherfucker, I will fucking slash your face if you don't give me your money. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, first trip.
1: And you know, most people- Jamaica's crazy.
2: They are.
0: (laughs) That's actually what I was planning on going next, actually. I don't know if I want to go anymore. No,
2: no, no, go, go. I won't leave the resort. I won't leave the resort. No, stop. Listen, that's the thing about I don't want to
0: get my face slashed. (laughs) At all.
2: That's the thing. That's what makes it so amazing. Like, you really get to break down cultural barriers. You actually get to see how things actually are. Because I feel like America, they try to instill this fear into people like, you shouldn't travel. And it's so unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Did you know that only 30% of Americans actually have a passport? And out of that 30%, only about, I think it's like less than 5% of black people actually have their passports. Mm
0: -hmm. I could believe that. It's crazy. Yeah, I can believe that. They
2: don't, and that's the other thing in the black community. Like they don't encourage us to Traveling, get out of our comfort yeah. zone. So something that I used to do because I I went to Tanneke High School. Shout out to y'all. Um, majority of it was black, and I just remember like some of the things I'd say like, oh, I don't do that. That's some white people mess. But listen, now that I'm 24, I'm like, listen, I just went skydiving for my birthday. That's some she shit. I did. thought I would never. I do. I want to do
0: that so bad.
2: Do it. Listen, I'm trying to plan a ski trip. I hate the cold. I would do
1: ski trip. You I see? would do that. But see.
2: Where I'm from, they'd be like, "Girl, that's some white people mess. Girl, you crazy. Girl, you went bungee jumping. That's some white people mess. What you doing, girl? Yeah. You forgot you're black." And I'm like, "Listen,
1: <laughs> take that black away.
2: And life does not have any color. If I want to do something, I'm gonna do something. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about really just enjoying yourself and living your life. To life. The most, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
0: Hearing but that, I it makes me feel like." The, some black communities kinda like take away your individuality a bit. Like they trying to make you oh, yeah. be a certain way. Take oh, away yes. your black card.
1: Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Your black card.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn. I never no, really that thought is. about that. because, That's okay. depressing. So mm-hmm. my
2: brother, he likes anime. Some people might Same. consider him like um a nerd or whatever, and he doesn't fit into that. So mm-hmm. so unfortunately what happened with my brother is he feels like he's been dissed by black girls too much. So now he's all into like white. And that ritual. narrative is But see, crazy that's the other too. thing I don't like though. Black men, they have one bad experience with a black woman. They oh, wanna write them. off
3: all of them. white
2: yeah. girls, Spanish girls, Asian girls will mm-hmm. straight up play you. Sorry, you can't I can't so introduce hard. you to my family. Sorry, um, you're not good enough for me. Or you have to be a certain kind of black man.
0: I've heard a black dude I mean? say they don't like black girls because they're loud. What does that mean? Is that what does, um, does that mean? I'm loud a But but here's the <laughs> other
2: <laughs> thing honest, no. what does that mean? They'll sit here and say that. But then if a Spanish woman is like the
1: whole zap stuff, it's a whole
2: different story. It's sexy, it's cute. I don't understand what Slava. you're saying to me, but it's sexy. It's exotic. But black women do it. Bald ass, chicken egg, ass. Like, I'm yeah, oh like, yeah, damn. Yeah. I it's got so hair.
0: true. <laughs> it's mm. so annoying. Black people, we need to do better. <laughs> black men, we need to do better, honestly. Yeah, I'm they saying, are.
2: like. I mean, I would say black women too, but how? I mean, we are dripping in honey. We magic. are gold. Okay, this black girl magic. Right.
0: Right. okay, sis, okay. I'm,
1: I'm just trying, saying, out here. Like, we, got, we got money. We booked in business. We be on a new sh- Like,
2: hello?
0: Word. What?
1: What? Doing Pretty
0: please right. podcast season four. Yeah, do you have a date for it?
1: October 6th. we We're talking about Nia Wilson. Yes, and we're going into R. safety, e. women of color, all that stuff.
0: Dead you need to just hook, get on with her now. Dead <laughs> I'm serious. Like y'all have great chemistry together.
1: Oh, That's my girl. I y'all
0: are actually Pretty. real friends, not like fake friends. You know, people fake it. Just yeah, like, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of those. My
2: friends, your friends, my friends, <laughs>
0: uh what else what can we expect like more guests more guests more guests Um, on the show yes you come come
1: come on come on i'm actually doing episode actually we're talking about that now um what black will black men think so if you're interested definitely come on the show for sure Um, i'm gonna need you to bring your ancient friends too yeah okay we gonna gonna we'll get this happen i
0: actually got some new friends recently so my ancient friends we're not really talking right now oh really Um, just because my new friends support me more than my my old my old see
2: that's what happened so that's the other thing about the black community Mm. Because you're trying to better yourself, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're not forgetting about your friends, but at the same time, you're going forward in life. You want people that are going to support you and exactly. going better you in your
1: endeavors, Can right? I
0: explain to you like, the reason why? My, my quote-unquote best friend, right? Mm-hmm. So we started this podcast together. Ideally, in my head, it was always going to be me and him. we take this shit as far as we go, and it was going to be great. He recently right. joined film school, and I support his dream, right? Right. I'm not the type of friend that was so important from a distance, though. So the reason why he doesn't do this anymore is because, you know, he works full-time. I work full-time. Yeah. Uh, we do this out here in New York. It takes an hour to get out here. Cool. Your school's out here. But the reason why he wouldn't do this anymore is because he feels like he's not going to have enough time. Mm. So you can't sacrifice an hour, hour and a half out of your day yeah. to come do this. And I, it just felt like and he was like, well, this is always your idea to do this. So Wow. He's mm-hmm. like kind of supporting me from a distance, but not really.
1: Yeah. I, and, yeah, um, I've the same situation with
0: that. It's yeah. just weird. Like... I don't know. I just always. I'm just completely selfless with my with mm-hmm. my love and my friendship, and I'm willing to do whatever. But but I don't get that back. <laughs> we should, it's I'm
1: just. sign about sign? I'm track. a Libra. Oh, Libra. My friends a Libra
2: too. Wait, I gotta Google Libras. I don't no, know shit don't about Libras. don't do because no, you'll,
0: you'll see Google. some lies. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see some lies. Yeah,
1: sure. My friends a Libra too.
2: I'm a Cancer. People say and say, "Girl, that's why you so emotional." I'm like, "Oh, shut the fuck up." <laughs> like,
0: uh, yeah, I'm just not the type to support from a distance. So I had to like. Kind of, I met a lot of new people here, and one person I met here is going to be a new co host and one of my old friends.
2: That's oh, cool. Uh, so,
0: yeah,
3: get, get this shit.
0: Lit. No, but you'll start it's just to depressing. See how
2: things manifest. But here's the other thing in the black community. So, I'm not saying your friend will do this, but I'm just giving as an example because I've seen it for myself, not right. just with me, but with other friends and even um, people that's happened in my family. Like, you'll sit here and start to better yourself, better your circle. Because something else big that I've always been seeing um, growing up is. The top five friends that you have in your circle and your circle, sorry,
3: right. mm-hmm. um,
2: their income, who they know, their knowledge, yeah. kind of dictates like what you're doing. And at first, I was like, oh, that's not necessarily true. But now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing like how important networking is. Yeah. So yeah. if mm-hmm. if you know, we should all always collab. We should all always network. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're all in the same creative space. We're mm-hmm. trying to get this thing to go as far as possible. Lift each other up. You know what yeah. I mean? And even if someone isn't in the same space as you, they can always support. It's mm-hmm. free to support. You know what I mean? We're not asking for money. Free night just night. share a link with social it media. Just post.
0: It takes three seconds. Three That's seconds, it. and
2: I'm like, you can't even do that. I shouldn't even have to ask. Exactly. And then when I ask, exactly. they're like, oh, I'll post it later, and, and they, they never, never do. Post it. And I'm like, okay, I won't ask anymore. But then when you see other people hyping my shit up, mm-hmm. girl, let me tell you how proud I am. I'm like, oh, mm, okay, exactly. So now that you think I'm a little bit popping. That's why mm-hmm. you want to support me.
0: We're and so as love, man. As this show suggests, it's called introverted intuition. I am actually very introverted, so meeting new people it was kind of scary at times. I'm
1: introverted as well, yeah. Great. I yeah. am extroverted as well. I yeah. can yeah. tell, yeah. yeah. To,
0: I can definitely. It,
2: there's certain situations. I think that's why we mesh well. Ex, you know, I mm-hmm. think so. It's the opposites attract. Just like how yeah. I date, um, I have to date someone who's not like me because I can't date me. I'm so annoying. Yeah, my like, girlfriend's <laughs> very my girlfriend's oh my very extroverted,
0: and that's yeah. why, I think What's that's why we sign? work. She's a uh, Virgo.
2: Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. That's good, that's good, I that's like, good, I that's like. good. Yeah. Um, I think it just works out better that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm in a better space for the show. I have a better direction with this, so hopefully yeah. it works out.
2: It's popping. No, it will. I'm, I'm gonna lie. This is popping. Thank so you. I'm very thank intentional on my words, too. I hope it works out. No, it will work out. Yes. Oh,
1: thank you. Exactly. You're I appreciate that. Put into ex- in existence. Yes. Existence. There we go. can not find the word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, it's fucking high in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like, as I take my jacket off I'm like I thought it was just me I didn't, I'm not <laughs> hot flash uh, already
0: we're actually we're actually almost done but I just have a question for I guess it's for the both of you uh, what type of advice would you give men not just black men but just men in general how we could support women in more ways of just tweeting about hashtag women empowerment mm-hmm. hashtag women's day what can we do to support you guys and help you guys get into a better place in society where you, de- where you rightfully deserve to be
1: I got four words be quiet and listen that's, That's it. it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Simple, but to the That's point. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, okay, well, I would sit here and say, honestly, men, you have to realize what you're doing. Because in some way, shape, or form, you may be contributing to the issues that we're having in society. Exactly. I agree. Um, some people think, like, oh, well, I'm young, or, like, I'm not physically doing anything. It's like, no. Like, sometimes you even your words can be contributing to that. Um, I would also say uplift us in a sense that if you hear of opportunities, like, it's great. Share it with your friends. You know, you might want to share it to your bro first. But if you know that, hey, you have a a woman friend that's just as qualified, like, share it to her as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I would also just say, like, being able to give us that space to talk and actually check on us. Like, yeah. instead of just saying... Hey, are you okay? Everyone always says, I'm fine. And you? Like, no. Mm -hmm. Like, actually ask, are you okay? Is there anything that you need? What can I do? And honestly, compliments go far, too. Because I know, like, when I first started being natural, and it's not that I need... I wanted to get to a point where I didn't need approval from people, but I just remember I was walking down Harlem. I had my Afro out, and... This man out of nowhere, he just comes up to me. He's like, sister, I just want to let you know that I love your hair and you're just rocking it. Like, that just made my day. Mm. And stuff like that just takes two seconds. Because, Mm -hmm. again, society is always telling us, like, our hair texture is not beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. We can sit here and say, oh, well, Lupita, or oh, there's that one model in that one walkway. Mm. No. Like, in general, like, if you sit here and look at pageants, if you look at movies, like, how many people do you actually see that? Yeah. I actually went to the hair salon yesterday. There's a movie called Napoli Ever After. I haven't like
0: seen. I heard it. about it. I, I, didn't. Didn't
1: I haven't like seen it. it yet.
2: That's not so good. so. It's not good. <laughs> no. oh,
1: mm. uh-huh. Sorry, Sana, so I no, love no, you, so but bad. it's not good. Damn. Damn.
2: <laughs> but I do know it was about hair mm-hmm. and how important it is. Mm-hmm. So I would also just say, like, just be supportive, like, and and stop degrading women, man. And I would also say, stop publicly, like. Showing your affection when it suits you.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. For attention, um, like social media shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: So some men will say here and like dick ride the wave and be like, yeah, like I love me some chocolate women, but in reality, like you you're really not don't talking
1: even talk to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I would say the other thing is like, don't don't judge women. Like mm-hmm. y'all sit here, sitting here, like, thotting around, doing whatever you want to do then you sit here and degrade and talk about women who are doing the same things as you why can't we do the same things as you exactly we're supposed to be equals
0: a lot of double standards for
1: exactly sure.
2: yeah. so i would say just change your opinion about women change how you view us because yeah. i still feel like a majority of men just think that they're um that we're inferior to them mm.
3: like
1: hmm. oh we're you know, here to serve them
2: exactly and you know we still get paid less than men um i feel like so growing up and hearing stuff like that Like how women are inferior, women should be in the kitchen and all of that. Like some Mm -hmm. men still make jokes about that, and it's not funny. I'd also say step up, you know. Like even if it's in your household, like it's okay for you to do the dishes.
1: Right, you don't always
2: have to only take out the trash or shovel the snow. Mm -hmm. Like you can do wash your own clothes, you know, wash your ass. (laughs) So do do you
0: blame like any part of how men are today on like how they're like their parents, like? It's, I, not, it's not all of that, but mm-hmm. that's definitely yeah. part of Partially,
1: it. Partially, I blame Partially, the yeah. parents. Yeah. I always say, like, who raised you? You know? Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah. Uh, like, but I mean, you, yeah. you
0: learn things as you grow, but I yeah. think, for me, that's, I think that's where it's... It really, it really it's starts, it starts yeah. yeah.
1: Because you can always... Um, it starts at home.
2: Yeah, it does. You can always grow older and get better and wiser, and hopefully, you know, you have a circle of friends around you who are who want to see you grow and do better. But, um, again, a lot of it starts at home. So yeah. even with some of my cousins, like, now they're, you know, teenagers, and I see how they're dogging women, and I try to talk to them, but, like, you know, they won't listen to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just like, you're going to have to
0: learn. Is, yeah. is that a goal for you guys, one day, to have kids? Or is, like, do you fear with the current climate of the country it might it could possibly get worse?
1: Yeah, I'm very fearful of having kids, not just because of, like, dating and everything, but, like, these school shootings and everything happening like that. For sure, and- yeah. It's just, it's terrifying. Like, why would I want to bring a child into this world right now? I mean, not right now, but because mm, I'll be favor over here. Sis, <laughs> I love you, but I'm so tired
2: of that excuse. I feel like, honestly, the world is the world. We don't know how it's going to be in 10, 20, 30, 50 years. Right. And I feel like there's always going to be something happening. And I feel like not, I don't think this is a negative way of looking at it, but this is just how it is. It's in. I feel like it's in most human nature. People are selfish. People look out for themselves. They do yeah. it in their best interest. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should, not should. It would be a good idea. Um, if you do want to have kids, um, try and create better people. We need better people in this world. Like mm-hmm. people who are doing nonprofit, people who are working in government sectors and actually care about people.
3: Right.
2: Um. For me, um, I've always thought I wanted kids because. You know, I'm a woman and just like culturally, that's just how I've been raised to think. Um, But it was two years ago I started having the conversation with myself, like, why do I want to have kids? So I actually went around asking people like, so why did you have kids or why do you want to have kids? And I realize a lot of people have kids for shallow reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hear the most popular answer was, Oh, I wanted to see what a mini me would look like. Hmm. Bitch, dress download an app, <laughs> upload his picture and
1: your picture, and see what your fake kid would look like. And you know what I hate too? I hate those kid Instagram um, profiles. I fucking that's hate creepy. Those. I bad, That's creepy. And pet Instagrams oh are God. weird too. I'm sorry. I think why
2: are you weird. sitting here what? you're not DJ Khaled and Assad like why yeah, are you guys doing this like weird. it's just weird I, I, my little even outfits, DJ Khaled like, I don't
0: care about your son DJ Khaled exactly. I don't want to see him and, I just want the music Like he'll be like, on his
2: Instagram totally like make music. Yeah. Asad send me this knowing damn well uh, Assad's not sending you this
1: pic. like it's Asad just Assad is weird. like drooling somewhere in the corner my kid like,
0: will not have an iPhone no. until they're I don't even know what age but just not right away not Assad's age that's creepy I would
1: also say
2: just for men and you know black men as well um I think it's also good to think about the person that you're having sex with. um, Could you see yourself with them? Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, mistakes happen. Okay. Always. But it's like we're, we're in a time period where we have so many broken families, so many baby daddies, mamas, like... That, that just needs to stop. Hmm.
3: Mm.
2: I'm not saying everybody has to be traditional. There's nothing wrong with having kids and then getting married or whatever. Maybe you don't want marriage and maybe you just want kids. Every situation is different. I'm not going to judge. But at the same time, like, sitting here having, like, three, four, five baby daddies, having different kids. Yeah, that's a, you're yeah. Gonna yes. take, that's a hot mess. Being able to take care of your that's kids and depending situation. on the government, like. You know, yeah. like I feel like. I, I hope I could
0: wait till marriage to have a kid, honestly. Because you just want to know for sure. Mm-hmm. This is my person. That's exactly. I mean,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, but shit happens, it really does just happen.
2: Mm-hmm. yes and no because I'm like honestly we're living in a time period where we have spermicide we have condoms we have birth control we have so many different things where yeah, it's like yeah we
0: do if you
1: out here fucking but, wrong say like 100% though it's not yeah. 100% it's not. so I will say that but it's like and there are also time, STDs going around exactly ugh. the rate You're is high did you hear that the rate is high people, now it, it really
0: is it's high. higher yeah it's like,
1: higher than it's ever been in like the past 10 years ugh. yeah so so, keep your holes in up. check.
0: Keep your <laughs> hoes in check. You, okay, got, yeah. you guys got a roster over there. Keep them in check.
2: Listen, right. <laughs> you get them tested. I don't know. Listen, yeah. Only if I did have a roster. Yeah, I'm normally only fucking one of them.
1: So yeah, me too. Until so, what are the other two for? Food? No. Food or like Netflix and
2: cuddle on my period or like emotional support, whatever I can get saying. from me. I don't know necklaces. But well, honestly, I think okay. it's time. I, I, I low key want a boyfriend now. I feel like yeah. before I was kind of traveling a lot. And I was like, oh sorry, you don't want to get with me because I'm not gonna be here. But now I'm like, damn, like I have a full time job. Like I kind of want a puppy. I kind of want an apartment. I kind of want a boyfriend.
1: And we're, I mean, we're still you know? young, but we're not getting any younger. Right. You yeah, know? that too. So it's like sometimes we do we just want to settle down. We just want you know cuddles and kisses and holding hands. And stuff. You know, even and if it
2: doesn't work. It's a good life experience, yeah. You know to have, because I've been sure. single for almost like three girl,
1: and a half years.
2: You know,
0: three and, so, and a half years. Yeah. Mine was by, by than choice, then. like it's been. By choice I would as say as
2: by choice, because I feel like honestly, if I wanted a boyfriend, I could text somebody today and be like, "Hey, you want to date me, right?
1: Yeah, I'll be your girlfriend. <laughs> it's that I, simple. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's nothing for me. Hey. Go by. She's
2: lying. She's gorgeous so as not hell. Lying. I'm not lying. Though. A little slice of Leah. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's her IG, y'all. All right. No. That's a personal
0: Hey, follow, 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 <laughs> follow them. Um, again, we're in the fourth quarter of 2018, going forward to 2019. What are some goals you guys have for yourselves in the new year? Ooh.
2: Find a place. Yeah, we're actually talking about trying to get a place together.
0: Oh,
1: shit!
2: I would say definitely working on my credit. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. I want to make sure if I do have children, I'm not sending them off the same bad habits that a lot of black families do Mm -hmm. as as far as like finances. Mm. Um, If anything, I did work for Mercedes Benz for two weeks, and I would just see the amount of money that people are making and what they do with their money for Mm. their families. And I'm like, wow. Imagine starting out a new life. You just graduated. You start off with $100,000. You can do anything with that, you know, but we don't have that. So how can we create opportunities like that? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. But I'm saying, what are we passing down? Mm -hmm. We're not passing down Jordans and Gucci belts. Like, we got to start investing. And bad advice. Right. You know? Yeah, so I'll say, so, like, save, get save, the credit up,
1: yeah. uh, find a place, work on myself, not even, like, financially, but emotionally, physically, yes, all definitely. that stuff.
2: Emotionally um, yeah. is big for me because I feel like now I'm starting to understand a better relationship with food now. I'm hmm. um, just because I cut meat out of my diet and I've just oh, been I
0: realizing. I need
1: advice, please. I, need, I can't do Listen, that. Listen,
2: I could talk about this forever because, honestly, <laughs> like, I, I've, I've started to learn, like, who you are as, who you are as a person. Having a good relationship with money, having a good relationship with food and like how you feel about yourself, all of that intertwines. Having a good relationship with the earth. So how you respect these things and how you respect yourself, it all intertwines. So let's say, for example, again, I'm not judging because, again, all of this is still new to me, but it's just like I'm shifting my way of thinking. Hmm. So let's say that I know something's bad for me. I know it, like, and I'm eating this way every day. Do I respect myself, and do I really love myself? We sit here and talk about how, especially in black communities, like we have cancer and fibroids and high blood pressure, diabetes that run on our family. Mm. But if anything, I realize America, they set us up in a way. I'm going to keep it short, guys, but they set us up in a way where they just want profit. So they sit here giving us foods that's toxic to make us sick, so that way we have to go to pharmaceutical companies and hospitals and pay all that money. Because we're sick from the food that we're eating. Right. Sure, that but more if, we, money. if we all ate raw vegan diets or vegan diets or vegetarian diets, we'd be so much healthier. All the stuff that we're talking about, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease. Heart disease is the number one killer of women.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: If we cut that out and just changed our diet. And again, I feel like it, it goes back to loving myself. And that's what I'm starting to realize, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I still have cravings. I still miss meat. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't even look at that as food anymore because I know it's not good for me. I know yeah. I want to live long. Mm. You know what I mean? And some people, like even my grandpa, he had diabetes and he didn't care. He ate whatever and then he died, you know. And some people will say, oh, well, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay, yeah, I understand. Like I could get hit by a bus, God forbid, tomorrow, you know, and die. But I know that if I ever do die, it's not going to be because of my health. It's going to be because I'm taking care of myself and Mm -hmm. I'm eating right and I'm respecting myself. So I definitely want to make... Health more a priority. I'm trying to get back into the gym because when I was in Kenya, I was working out five times a week and then I came back to America. I was a lazy sack of shit. So (laughs) I'm just trying to do better. Just be... just becoming the best version of myself
0: that's a goal of mine too like i, I have i make like uh some healthy smoothies every day I drink a gallon of water a day
1: and it makes a difference it but does, i though. i
0: do like dial back to like i have once a week i'll have maybe like a burger or something like that did have
1: mcdonald's friday too you know, uh. I, like, bro, I had mcdonald's fries like, <laughs> you you know, have shit i'm check.
2: not saying cut out everything you know like these foods are here you can still have it but i'm just saying the way that everybody eats out especially in our generation, like.
3: They yeah. eat out every
2: meal. Yeah. And think
3: about it.
1: Every yeah. meal. We don't cook. A lot either. of people,
2: they have meat with every meal.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
2: So I think I challenge you guys one week challenge. Every single time you eat something, read what's in it. And you'll be like, whoa, like this is over.
0: I really like, fear. I, I do always check for the sugar count of things because that's yeah, like my biggest too. fear. But everything yeah. else, I don't. No, you I
1: really do. Gotta read. I like, do. There's the so sugar. many things yeah. I'm like,
2: yo, like we have been pumping this shit into our bodies for years. Like, yeah. how are we still It's actually
1: everything? disgusting. I'm and not going to lie. Yeah, it is, and I think with our generation too, like twenty year olds, like the tw- in our twenties, we think that we're so invincible and we're not. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: yes. and we're so. not. We gotta always take, like,
1: take care of each other. Take care I was other. watching
2: a documentary. This girl had a heart attack and she was twenty nine. Yeah. Mm. So we just got to. We're take not better invincible. Care of ourselves.
0: One week. One week. You One said. Week. All right. One I'm, week. I'm gonna try that. That's so my
2: and you know I feel like especially in the black community like. Sometimes I hear people saying, like, oh, being vegetarian or vegan, like, that's some white people shit. It's fucking not. It's I
0: hate ignorant. that that white, the white people shit. Like, no, it's real life shit. <laughs> right. like, it whenever is. Whenever they
2: think something is good, they yeah. think it's white people shit. But then that really dials back and it, it kind of thinks, like, do you not think you deserve that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, are we that conditioned to think if something's good, it's not meant for us, so that's some white people stuff.
0: If anything, white people have taken so much from us, we should take those those things from them. Okay. Like, like, the health <laughs> conscious shit, all that. So,
2: exactly. Reparations. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm just
2: saying um, you'll start to feel a lot better. I feel like um, I've only been one month in and I feel complete changes in my body. Hmm. So I, I don't want to be one of those people that sit here and preach like, oh, you have to be vegetarian or vegan. But I will say what made me transition, because, again, I have a friend who she's been vegan for four months now. When she started, I'm not going to lie to you. I laughed at her. I was like, bitch, I'm never giving up me. I love chicken. <laughs> I love grill. That's fried pork in Haiti. Um, I love oxtail. I love all of that. Right. But I started watching different documentaries on Netflix. I watched Cowspiracy, Forks Over Knives, stuff like that. I didn't have that shock factor. I was like, okay, well, I'll dial down. I'll eat less meat. The one, the documentary that changed my life was called Earthlings on YouTube. I guarantee you. I'm not mm. even lying. Eleven minutes in, I was crying. I was like, "I'm done. Mm. I don't need this. It's not worth it. I don't. I don't want it. Yeah, we're I don't want animals. animals.
3: Mm.
2: It's not. It's like there's so much in the me industry that we don't know. Yeah. And honestly, even if it's not even about animals, because I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, I'm an animal lover. Right. But I have empathy. Mm-hmm. They're creatures and they feel things too. But not just besides that, it's like honestly just disgusting. Yeah. So, again, I told my family about it very briefly, um, because they asked me like, oh. They told me, like, oh, you're only going to do this for a week. But they've been seeing, like, I'm actually serious about it. Um, My family, they choose... They don't want to know. They're like, I'd rather not know. And and that's perfectly okay. I don't judge anybody, you know, Mm because I didn't know this information until a month ago. You know what I mean? Right. But I will just say, like, just in general, not just with food, but just always trying to get deeper knowledge into things. Like just yeah. trying to understand how the world actually works. So even with my job now, I really like it because I'm actually understanding more how money works hmm. and the circulation of it. And I would say um, that to be
1: financially literate as well.
2: Yeah. That's, sure. so important. <laughs> and that's what's going to get us farther in life. Mm. Cause also what I realized, it's not even about how much you're making, but what you're doing with it. Cause I remember in high school, I had a teacher tell me there's someone who can be making $40,000 a year and a person making $90,000 a year. And the person that's making $40,000 a year might be living better than the person that's making $90,000 mm. a year. Right. You have to yeah, learn I how to
0: balance that. your wants and your needs. That's yeah. what I had to teach myself because yes. I was See? always spending, spending frivolously on shit I want, but at the end Same. of the day, end, end of the month, it's like, where all I'm my money here. go? You right. know? Exactly. So,
1: Listen, we are
2: that generation look at the the like, account. like, what? Yeah. I'm going to treat myself. Well, sis, we stay I treat treating my, ourselves. Yeah. We can't treat ourselves exactly. every day. Yo, it's there's literally. too
0: many nice clothes. There's too much nice shit available. I need to just detach from the internet. Exactly. But I will say, that's a go for mine. mine. I'll say,
2: even if you're on social media a lot, take that to your advantage. Mm. So start flooding your stuff with information that you want to learn. So even if you're not actively reading it, subconsciously, your mind will still see it. Mm -hmm. So even for me, like, in the first two weeks of me being vegetarian, like, I kept watching documentaries. I kept being inspired. I kept watching YouTube stuff. But now I'm at a point where I know I'm in it, so I don't need to see it. But I still follow these pages. So subconsciously, even when I'm going through my timeline, I always see that kind of stuff. So in the back of my head, I'm like, Okay. I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat. But I don't have to remind myself. It's just always there. Hmm. So even something that you want to learn, just attract it into your life. For sure. And just like for you, like you want to expand your show. You want to meet different people. You want to connect with different podcasts, Like we did today. We did, yes. You know, like.
0: Won't be the last time, hopefully. Of
2: course. Yeah, like using different hashtags, following different people. Just putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are introverts, but you just never know. Social media is just a friendly place if you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. But I think it it's also just like. Your your persona towards it and your mentality towards it. So.
1: And also with that, speak with um social media um it's all smoke and mirrors as well. So don't see someone and be like, oh, why can't I have that life? Why can't oh, I do like that? No. Why can't I be like that? Right? They're posting their triumphs, but they're never posting their like their trials and tribulations. It's like you see what they're do they're doing better, but you know you don't know what they're doing behind the closed doors. doors. Yeah. So right. it's like don't take that too and seriously. That's
2: why I actually wanted to write a post about that because when I tell y'all like I'm such a happy go lucky person. This summer I was depressed and everyone thinks like I'm living my best life and I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Like I'm good now. I'm but I, like life. pretty much like no one knows who I am or what I do except for the fact that I travel. Right. But I wanted to talk about and share a post saying how no, like I was going through it. I've never been more broke in my life. I was mm-hmm. doubting myself, like in all my decisions. And I think it's important to open that up because if anything, what helped me was realizing, like, it wasn't just me. Like, there's other people who are struggling to find a job. And it's like, you hear exactly. that. But when I would talk to my other friends, they'd be like, girl, I have a friend going through that, too. But she's an, she's an engineering major. She's a nursing major. I'm like, wow, those are, like, in my head, like, guaranteed majors. Like, mm-hmm. why don't they have a job? So it's not just me. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Comparison is definitely the thief of joy. Exactly. Like, I need to, that's, like, one thing I struggle with. I compare myself to other people. Uh, a lot, mm-hmm. and that's definitely been a root of my depression. But like, yeah. I think that's definitely I something I need to work as on as a
1: society, as people. We 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 compare each other like twenty four seven. So it's it's something like we all do it, but we have to learn to be like you're doing great as well.
0: You know it's frustrating though when you feel like you put in so much work and you put in all these hours but you see someone yeah. like, get successful off of doing nothing? Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like ridiculous <laughs> that's, at that it's that's like, point.
1: like, <laughs> what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, Why like, am I doing this? But like I said, we have to remind ourselves we're doing good too. We're doing well too, you know? Right. Everyone's
0: journey is different for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your time
1: yeah. will come. come it could happen tomorrow. It could right. happen 10 years from now. For sure.
2: You just
0: exactly.
3: never know. All right.
0: Thank you guys for being on the show. I really appreciate your energy. I appreciate your energy and your time. Uh, Would you like to shout out anything? Social medias? Uh, Anything? Yes. Get your followers up.
2: Shelly Saab. Y'all gonna see. I'm I'm gonna give you the links and everything. My website too. Don't worry, I got y'all.
1: We'll say follow Pretty Please Podcast on Instagram, follow Pretty Please Pod on Twitter, and see Pretty Please Podcast.org.
2: And follow her because she's single and she's looking for a man. A strong black man that needs a woman. Sorry, white guys.
0: Sorry, sorry. Every other race, you, you lost. You lost. You lost. I love you guys too, though. It's okay. This has been chapter fifty-five of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. Thank you for listening.